Okay, we're live. Hi. So for anybody that uh, jumps onto this later, um, I do want to point out that this is these little chats that we have are nothing like my podcast, my normal po our normal podcast episodes. Uh, the normal podcast is like, uh, you know, it's like an interview uh, interview show with um, with with scientists and researchers and things like that. So these little chats are quite a bit, are, are nothing like what the normal podcast is. Although I guess they're a little bit, you could relate them a little bit to the street outrage stuff segment that we have where we talk to ordinary people, but even that's not really like this. Street outrage is more uh, formatted. So anyway, so we were going to talk about uh, what outraged us this week. And then I also have a couple of like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, good feels. I don't know if they're. Oh, you have some, some, something that made you feel good? This well, time? I mean, just a few things that aren't outrage. I well, guess. by the way, if cheers. If nothing else, cheers. So, um, well, I told you that uh, I was going to wait till talk, to talk to you about something that happened today that really, really pissed me off. And <laughs> by the way, I just want to say, we all, we all know people suck, right? Mm -hmm. But this just was like a different level of suck. <laughs> so, you know, I was at the store picking up um, some things that we had to pick up, and I knew that it was gonna. I knew there was gonna be a discussion with the person at the register. Um, there had to be a transaction, and I knew it was gonna take a, a minute, and it did. <laughs> it did. So I had to step out, make some phone calls. Um, and then I got back in the line, and I knew again that when I get there, when it was my turn again, it was gonna be. Oh, it, it was gonna take a minute or two. So I saw this woman walk in, and she looks at the line. And she goes, oh. and she she was dressed for work, obviously, and um, she said, "Oh," and I go, "Yeah, I'm sorry, it, you know." And she goes, "I just got to get to work," and I I didn't know there was someone behind me, so I turned around and I said. I'll be honest, mine's going to take a minute. So if you both want to go in front of me, that's fine. And the woman who was right behind me just goes, oh, that'd be great. That'd be so great. I've got to get home. I've just got to get home. So nice of you. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. So the two people got in front of me in line. And then the one woman immediately just digs into the cashier. The so, one that you just blind to? Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> Dude, can you take a little bit of your shopping karma? She was such <laughs> a total monster to the cashier that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I, And then she just, she's looking back at me like, see, see? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not on your side. You're not, totally not on your side on this. And why did I give you my space when you are such a total monster to these people who are just trying to help us? Right. They're just trying to help us. They have to deal with people like you all day. I did something nice for you. Could you just be nice? Can you be nice? And it just, and, and again, and she says, oh, yeah, thank you, because mine's just going to take a minute. No, hers took longer than mine. <laughs> and she was so miserable to the people behind the counter, to the people waiting in line. And by the way, by the time I finally got up there, there was a line of at least eight people, which I then I knew that mine was going to take a, a minute. Or ten, and I, you know, I'm sorry, but we, I just had to get this uh, situation established, and I just felt so bad. But then I also felt bad because now I'm dealing with a a uh, cashier who had just been reamed for no reason. Right. So that, so I just was so crushed of like, 
let's, let's all be nice to each other. Let's just be nice to each other. And like, I know mine's going to take a while. I Go ahead. Please go in front of me. I'm, I have a little more time. Go. She was so freaking miserable. Hers took forever. I really wanted to say something very nasty to her, but I did not. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have made it any but better. When, when she did try to look back at me like, see, I just kind of diverted my eyes because what I really yeah, wanted don't, to do. Don't bring me into this. Right. <laughs> what I really wanted to do was punch her in the nose. <laughs> yeah. So that really upset me, flustered me. So the way I tried to recover with that is just be patient with the red, the cashier. Just be nice. Just be, you know, a little bit empathetic. But man, it was like, really? <laughs> I feel like I caused it, but I didn't cause it. No, she was going to do that either way. She's going to do it either way, right? But it's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, so that's why I said I want to, uh, man, this was a, this was an adventure today. But your part got it done okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everything at the end of the, at the end of my whole transaction, we're all set up. Everything's good. She did really well. And, but gosh, it's like, why do people have to suck so much? <laughs> Sometimes I know. And it's like, they take it out on that, you know, the regular worker there. Like they don't make the rules. Right. And then she, she walks away to look at questions and she's tapping her credit card. Miss, miss. And I go, <laughs> Could you do anything? Everything she did was just, first of all, it was turned up on me because I was. Well, you were anxious about what was going to happen with your thing anyway. I was anxious. From the but, start. Yeah. And, and I thought, let's just be nice. Let's just have a calm situation here. And I just made, and then I feel like I made it worse, but I didn't make it worse. But it's just like, people are so freaking rude. Yeah. <laughs> so. So that that was my adventure today. And okay. As a, in addition to the adventure earlier today, which is always fun. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah. So everybody that uh, you know, so we're doing this single mic. So there's probably going to be some echo, and it kind of picks up extra sounds. Uh, uh, so that just just so you know, the quality might be a little bit a little bit unusual that way. Uh, we're just kind of both talking into the same mic. In our kitchen. In our kitchen. <laughs> so, all right. Well, picking out outrage of the week. What'd you, what'd you get outraged by this week besides that? Oh, these these weeks are starting. These weeks are starting to um, blur into me a little I know. bit. Yeah. So, um, is is uh, they found Pence's papers today, right? Or, I mean, this week, right? Right. It was like earlier this week. Yeah. So, my whole thing is like. Or it might have been last week, but yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Come on. It was like since we talked anyway. Come on, seriously. I right. Figure, I figure everything that's um, on my desk right now is classified and I need to have someone come look at it because who knows. Well, and then they sent that letter out and say, oh, you guys should probably look at your stuff. You send this now? Like you're saying this letter now? <laughs> okay, so, so, okay, let's go back to this. This is outrage. Don't they know which documents are missing? Right. We talked about that last week. I know. It's like, how do they not already know what, what documents are missing? It's kind of insane. So let's move away from the documents that we talked about last week. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> nothing new really happens. It's the same old stuff. <laughs> oh, well, um, I, I, didn't, I have to uh, source this. I don't know if it's really news that they caught DeSantis on a live mic. 
Uh, what, what was that about? I don't remember that. Um, that uh, was it. DeSantos? Or, I think I know what you're talking about. I thought it was somebody else. Was it DeSantos? Well, no, it was DeSantos. It was DeSantos of um, a hot mic where he just says, "We're going to do whatever we can to win the votes. I don't care how corrupt it is." Yeah, I want to. I want to say that was somebody else, but it might have been DeSantos. Yeah. That's why I need to source these things before we sit down. I know. I told you that. <laughs> I know. I know. But yeah, I saw something about that. And I saw something else about the whole gerrymandering thing. Um, there was more talk about that. And then that tape, the tape came out today, which is very um, disturbing. Um, I'm not going to watch that. <clears throat> right. Yeah. When that, Right, and they did make those arrests, and then yeah, that tape came out today, and I, I haven't watched it. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it'll cross my path at some point. It's probably going to be impossible not not well, to watch that. Talk about outrage. Well, and, and you know, and it's hard because like I don't have much intelligence to add to that. You know, it's like we, here we are again, um, and you know, it's just like it's just hard to come up with another. You know, I, I I leave it to the experts to talk about. You know what I mean? Like like I'll listen to the the people that get involved in this and hear what they say because I, I don't have anything i can't i'm not smart enough to add something to this what was it what was the quote from john baldwin oh from uh, james baldwin, james baldwin yeah. well that was the classic you know how how much time do you need for yeah. your progress yeah is this time when is it when is enough time enough or yeah it was, it was how much time do you need for your, progress? You need for your progress or how much time do you want for your progress yeah and i was i was kind of thinking of that more in the context of the whole florida law thing that yeah you know, and a lot of the stuff he does is kind of showboating, and you know, he he just does Are you this. Back to DeSantis. And now I'm back to DeSantis, yeah. yeah, because of the whole Florida thing, and you know, he does a lot of showboating, and he 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 did that thing where he he talked about, uh, you know, banning certain parts of the curriculum d related to Black history, as though Black history isn't just all of our history. You know what I mean? Why is that even separated out? Yeah. Um, you know, when we were doing that work with um, that or the uh, racial justice organization. You know, it was like you had these conversations with, with kids and, and, you know, you ask them what was the first time that they um, were introduced to black people in the curriculum. And it was like slavery. Like, yeah. seriously? I mean, how like tragic is that? That that's the first time they had a black person be a subject of the material they were working with, you know? Right. That is kind of freaky. Yeah. But yeah, and I, I mean, by the way, they're hyping up this this beating video it must be pretty terrible yeah you know and you know and it's like talk about privilege it's like i've been able to avoid it just because i know it's going to be uncomfortable right and uh that's that's a luxury uh right i i do not take for granted to be honest mm -hmm. yeah for sure But anyway, there's, you know, there's so much outrage every day in the news. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of what were some of the ones that were really trying to get us riled up about this week besides the, what, how many shootings were there? Two in California uh -huh. and, and then this arrest, which really, you know, is, is, is different. It's a different incident, but I mean, so, all of this. So this, okay. So let's talk about the shooting a little bit. So, um. Oh, which one? <laughs> I know, I know. The one in, in um, uh, like Monterey Park, Monterey Southern Park. California, yeah. Right, so it was a 70, 72 year old man. Apparently, yeah. 
food to shop, a bunch of other old, um, elderly people. Yeah, I, some, I think it was, a, I don't know if it was a church or like a community center or something. So this is kind of like out of the um, FBI uh, profiling of a, of a mass shooter, right? I don't know. And I also, I don't think we know yet if he, if they've talked to him or mentioned, talked about anything, any kind of a motive, motive yet. Um, I'm not sure that's come out. Um, and, you know, and then they have that video of that, that, that I say kid, but like that young man that like you know, stopped him from doing it a second place. Cause I guess he went to a second yeah, place to do the same thing. He went to another uh, senior center, I think. To like do the same thing. That, that was scary. That, that video. Yeah. So what, yeah. That is scary because, you know, we had this idea of what, what kind of places would be um, profiled, you know, house parties and kind of young with young kids. When I say young kids, you know what I mean? Like um, young adults, mm -hmm. um, you know, where there's kids who have, have a beef or, um, you know, mosques, churches. But now, just an old senior center of people ballroom dancing. Right. What the heck? Yeah, what the heck? And right, I mean, and then he goes to the second place. So, like, what's what was his beef? Okay, what was really sad about what I just said is I could easily list a handful of places that you would expect mass shootings. That's sad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, not, it is. That's outrageous. I just thought, was thinking, what the hell? Yeah, and then there's the one in Northern California, right? The Half Moon Bay one. That was also, uh, that was similar to the Monterey Park, wasn't it? Yeah, there, I think there were some similarities to it. Crazy. Yeah, it is. Totally crazy. Yeah, it, the guy in, in, Monterey, in Half Moon Bay was 67. And seven I people know. were shot and killed in two separate locations in Half Moon Bay. What were the um, what was the profile of the people you shot? I don't know. Was it also elderly? I don't think so. I think this. I think this one was another. Was like they think now that this is a disgruntled employee case. Oh. You know, so he got mad at somebody there and went in the place to to shoot him up because he got mad at somebody made him mad at work. I think that was that what that one was about. It was at a mushroom farm in Half Moon Bay. Oh, by the way, mushroom farms uh, make a lot. Of Do they? Yes. Probably not for the the, the farm workers. Um, I don't know about the Monterey Park one, but I know that um, the company that we're starting to work with now also um, owns a mushroom farm. Um, and their return on that is quite impressive. So, um, so that Al also, did you see that Alec Baldwin got charged? Yep. So that's interesting. Yep. I'm involuntary manslaughter. Yep. Well, do we know very much about that case? Well, I, I feel is, like a lot of it is this clouded in mystery kind of thing. Well, it's also the mishandling of firearms. Oh yeah, the, right, because that guy was, got charged too. Why was that? Why was he pointing the gun at anybody? Well, and why were there live rounds there? Even in that right, scenario, even even if uh, uh, not being in the business, I get, but even if you're like acting, 
don't they teach you that you're going to point the gun past the person, you know, not try, not try to target them, but just, wouldn't that mess with your head that if you were just pointing the gun directly at people all the time, even if it was shooting blanks? Oh, for sure. Especially knowing there's been a few incidents like this. So was he actually pointing the gun at her? Apparently. How Why? else would you, well, I mean, I guess for the shot or. No, she wasn't, an, she wasn't an actress. She was a. a Oh, like maybe they were doing like, exactly. I mean, there's all these questions like this. Yeah, she was. Yeah, was the actor? I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, people, but I don't think she was an actress. I think she was. Yeah, she was a director. A director, yeah, assistant director. So why would you point the gun at her anyway? And he says he didn't pull the trigger. I find that very hard to believe. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I just, I have a lot of questions. Yeah, that one's, that one's got a lot of, I mean, maybe some of this will come out in trial. I don't know. Um, but that, I mean, that's. But they clearly think they have enough to charge him now. Because yeah. at first it looked like he might just get away with it. And I still well, wonder. get away with what? I know, I know. Yeah, you're right. What does get away with it even mean? I mean, I don't think he tried to, I don't think he was trying to hurt her in any way, shape or form. You don't? No. See, I'm not so sure. What? I'm telling you. I'm Seriously? Just, that's how wild the story is. Like, I don't know if that, if it was like you got a beef with this lady or not. I don't know. It's Alex so Baldwin. He would, so he would point a prop gun at her? I, I don't know what you mean. Why else? It seems like a great way to get away with it. Why else wouldn't he do that? <laughs> wow. I'm I'm totally outraged. You would think that. <laughs> I know. I well, know. Watch, watch that be totally right. <laughs> well, if they're well, if they're only charging with manslaughter, I, I doubt that that's right. But they, they probably don't have any evidence for that. But you know, there's just so much weird about it. It's like I I can even go there in my head. Like, did he? It's a scheme that he came up with. I don't know because it's Alec Baldwin after all. I mean, he's got a little history of some anger issues. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but he's never carried or pulled a gun on anybody. Not no, I, I don't think so. No. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, no, it's not funny. It's not funny. But I did, I never thought you felt that. Yeah. Well, it's it's crossed my mind. Wow. Okay. I'll, I'll have to think about I'll have to consider your point there and see if that makes sense to me. Yeah. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> You've already decided it does not make sense. Well, I mean, and here's the here's situation. If I don't read every news article about what's going on, there's always going to be questions. So you may have read something that made you believe that, or do you? Are you? No, I didn't really read. No, I'm just kind of. It's just a you know kind of a, just because the whole thing is seems like there's so much kind of weird about it. Like you know, thinking about you know guns and thinking about how there would be so much caution with guns around the set. Like it just seems so unusual that all this could happen. And you know, and like I, I can't remember now who it was, but you know, some you know famous sort of philosopher slash scientist guy was, you know, has always said that, you know, what it, we all think there's conspiracy theories, but usually it's just people, nobody knows what the heck is going on. And so this is just probably just an example of that. But, um, you know, so that's probably the truth of it. But I mean, there's just so much weird about it. <clears throat> Excuse me, made me think about, maybe just think about like, I don't know, is there more to this? Like, did he have something going on against this lady? They've worked together for years and years and years. Well, there you go. That's why I have something against her. <laughs> It does. It's a little weird to me that they've decided to go ahead and finish the movie. Oh, they are. 
I think so. Really? Well, I guess the show must go on. No, <laughs> no. It's a bad taste, right? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like who's yeah who's gonna watch that movie too? Now at this point, you're gonna it's all you're gonna have in your mind is that somebody got shot in it. Well, you know, and there's that whole question: Why were there any live rounds on the well, set? Exactly, anyway. that's what I'm saying. You know, especially in a scene like that where there's people involved, well, like they do live rounds shooting sometimes, but it's very controlled. There's usually no none of the actors are even around for that. Well, and what you know, this is so like it was way out in the desert, maybe like during their lunch breaks or something. Some of the crew was out there just shooting cans for fun. But, <laughs> but yeah. so let's say that it, that is a plausible idea. <laughs> Wouldn't it be with their own guns? Why would it be with the props? You don't sit there. And, <laughs> well, and they're not props. They're just guns. They aren't props. No, they this are a, props. They're registered they're, props. No. But I mean, they're props, but they also are guns. This is not no, a toy. No, I understand that. No, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But I'm saying you don't just go in the prop room and go, oh, let's just uh, take this and mess with it. And No, this that's all controlled because... Right. You, the possibility well, and, of breaking and, a prop you can't finish you know right and the gun part is even separate from that like it has a whole separate armory sort of guy in charge of that and that's a whole different deal every time is he it, getting charged yeah yeah he is for the same charges uh involuntary manslaughter yeah and i guess they're what what about the um the producers of the movie i think it's only those two at this point i don't know if they're looking at charges for anybody else I think it's only those two right now. So, what about who is the prop, uh, the prop, the property manager? Is it does he have a beef against the girl? <laughs> well, there you go. I don't know. If he did, I think you'd see more investigation of that and potentially more, you know, charges along those lines. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's if that's the case. I can't, I can't believe you could go there. <laughs> that's. Uh... So what was your outrage this week? You know, like you say, a lot of it was just seems like a rehash of last Carry week. Carry over. <laughs> it's like the same stories over and over. You know, I mean, obviously that the shootings and all that, but those are, I don't consider that. I mean, obviously the media exploits those things, but, you know, they're actually real things that should be reported on. So it's not as heinous of some of the other stuff they try to get us riled up about. Right. You know, they try to get us riled up about nothing. <laughs> trying to get us riled up about nothing, and you know what? It works. Yeah, yeah. It really works. Yeah, it does. And then we 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 help it, right? Because we take it to social media, and then it's we make it sound more outrageous, and then that gets retweeted, and then that gets people more panicked, and then they retweet it and get more panicked, and it's just a cycle, and it and it just gets worse. Yeah. So I. I um let's see what else did I read about mostly just about the freaking documents I know just more and more of these documents it's just like apparently we have no idea how to manage our, our secret documents and there needs to be obviously some kind of a total revamp of that system because clearly this is not working so Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and Sha Shailene Win Woodley broke up wait who's Shailene Woodley I don't think I know anything about this well, you know that Aaron Rodgers used to be with your girl, Olivia Mund. Yeah, that was a while ago, though, right? That was right? a while ago, right. And then they were together a long time, and then they broke up, and then somehow she got pregnant with John Mulaney. Uh, while he, that's a whole other story. But then he met that actress, Shailene Woodley, and they seem to have gotten engaged super fast. Super fast. And then she's kind of a super crunchy 
um, type of person. She's like a model or something? Or what? She's an actress. She's an actress. Okay. Yeah. She's an actress. And um, she's kind of super crunchy, natural, you know, get a little sun on your every day. You know, <laughs> that keeps you happy and, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of stuff, which, hey, you go, girl, whatever. <laughs> but they seem to got gauged super fast. And so it's been a few years, and now they've broken up. So that's weird. It was weird because it seemed like after that he became um, anti-vax, kind yeah. of weird about stuff like that. Right. He got all anti-woke and stuff. Yeah. Anti-woke. <laughs> anti-woke. Well, they've tried to turn, you know, being woke into like a bad thing. Yeah. Which I guess, you know, it can have its, you know, snark and all that kind of stuff. I guess it's a bad side of it, but sort of like the whole concept of, you know, they always try to do that, right? There's always somebody that to take a term like that and turn it into a bad thing. Yeah. That's true. But, um, let's see, what else is uh, exciting in the news? Well, I'm trying to remember the thing. You were asking about like what outraged me this week. It's just kind of funny. It was almost all just a rehash of the same nonsense. It is. It is even. Uh, so maybe maybe that means we had a week off of outrage because it was just outrage carryover. Yeah, it was just kind of well, and that's what they do anyway, right? I mean, they have twenty four hours to fill and and you know and everything else, so they're just gonna do put something on there. I have to say, we had um, dinner with uh, some friends of ours who. Um, Politically, we're not really eye to eye, but we basically have the same values. But I have to say that dinner went really well, and we talked about things that we haven't talked about face to face with them. And I and I think that it was an easy conversation because I think we both uh, they trusted us, we trusted them. So I thought that well, if a lot more people who don't see the same politically could actually have the conversation like this. Yeah. And I think it's kind of forcing yourself, I mean, to start it so you can do it next. The first time it's like forcing yourself to say, I'm not going to argue, you know, I'm not going to push back a lot. I mean, I'm going to just sort of listen and I might say my own thing, but I'm not really going to try to turn it into a fight. I'm just going to listen and let them have their, their say. And, um, you know, I may make a point, well, I don't really agree with that or I'm on a different page, but not try to make it into a fight. I, I think if you start there, you're, you know, maybe the first time you take one of these conversations deeper like that, um, then, you know, future ones can start to be a little bit more, okay, let's talk about that a little more. You know, let's not, you know, instead of completely only listen mode, you can actually now start to say, well, let's pick this one apart a little bit and talk about it more or something, or let me tell you more about my side of it or whatever. Cause I think now that they've, like you say, they've gotten to the point where they trust you more that you're not going to, you know, get snarky or cancel them quote unquote and all that kind of stuff. I do, I do not like that. I know they just use that term all the time. <laughs> and um, you know, that we're not going to do that and that kind of thing that I think they then can be, uh, they're more open and more, like you say, they're more comfortable and they're, they're more trusting that you're not going to do go, go down those roads. Then you can start to be, I think, in the second and third and the subsequent conversations, you can maybe get a little deeper into sharing your opinion a little bit more. But I think if you go in the first time, I'm not even going to really say a lot about my opinion. 
other than maybe saying, I don't agree with that, but I'm not going to really push back and turn it into a long argument. Um, I can really help a lot to build that trust because then they don't feel like you're going to attack them for everything they say. And it can be hard because you're kind of getting mad while they're saying all this stuff sometimes. I mean, not last night or anything, but I no, mean, it, it can't, it can't happen like that. And you, should, and you sort of have to just force yourself to just kind of hear it all. Cause I mean, I think that's a big piece that we, we struggle with today is that people have their perception of where they are and how they look at the world. And they think, well, I'm pretty normal. I'm the normal one. And, and, um, so then when they kind of, and because we, we, we surround ourselves with like-minded people most of the time, they're also kind of mostly in agreement with us. So it seems like I am the normal one. And that means kind of wherever you are, you can be pretty extreme and feel like the normal one because just, you're always hanging out with people like that. Right. So then, and you, so you can even call yourself a moderate because that's how you perceive yourself. I'm like, the, I'm like reasonable. I'm, I'm a moderate. Um, there's those extreme people, you know? And I'm a moderate, but then you sort of go out into the larger world and you're like, oh no, you're extreme, dude. Like you, <laughs> those views are not widely held and, and you're, 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 people kind of look at you like you're crazy. Wait, wait you said what? <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's what can often happen. Like when he's, when you go in these conversations, because both sides feel like they're the normal one. And even if, you know, and they may be more or less center, or they may be not more or less center. They may be far more extreme than they think they are with the views that they hold. And so when they get together, like they just get shocked, like they, the other person is just, well, that person's just insane now. There's no use even talking to them. And so getting past that sometimes is the hardest part. So you have to kind of inoculate yourself a little bit to that and say, well, I'm going to go in and just hear where they're at. So before I even know how this conversation is going to go, I first want to understand where they're at, because yeah. even if they've said they're moderate and all these things, you're just going to have to hear them and hear out where they stand on these issues. Then make a you know call about where they really stand. It's like, oh, okay, no, I don't really well, want to do these things, but at least I know where you're at now. They asked me point blank, "How do you feel about this issue?" I thought it was really great, and I'm like, "No, I don't think that was great at <laughs> right. all." And right. I told him why, and she did, and she actually looked at me. She goes, "Oh, that she goes, oh, that's interesting." So it was, you know, it was interesting that we you could disagree on that. You could disagree without it turning into a big right. thing. I mean, and you may or may not change anybody's mind and you can decide how much effort you want to put on changing anybody's mind. That's a separate, almost like a separate part of it, but at least you kind of can know where each other are at. And then maybe if you pick a topic you want to change somebody's mind on, you can start having those dialogues, you know, separately or, you know, because you can't go in and just say, well, when I leave this conversation, they're going to think just like me. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a little interesting when we, you know, the four of us sit at a table and two people can have a conversation and the other two people can hear nothing from that conversation. <laughs> They're involved in their own conversation. So <laughs> I, I started to think of that. I'm like, wow, we have it. You know, it's almost like having dinner with just one other person. Even though you two are sitting over there. Right. Yeah. That always happens where you, it sometimes breaks into two conversations instead of one conversation. I usually try to pull it back to all because it always seems. No, to, you don't. I don't. No. <laughs> I do. I do. No, you don't. I do. We go, <laughs> other couple that we always go to. We the wives might as well not be there. You. Oh well, that's you true. You too, and your bromance is just <laughs> it's not like the the bluebirds and the popping hearts are all around both your heads as you're sitting there talking to each other, <laughs> and we could just be on fire and you wouldn't even notice. <laughs> So you don't always try to get everybody involved in the conversation. <laughs> now I'm outraged. <laughs> That's for sure.
but um what was the other thing that happened this week oh that um so the um the uh sentences for the people the guy who they say killed well sicknick sick sick well he said they didn't kill him so but he, he but he did attack him right how I know. I don't understand how they could call that natural causes at that point, right? I know, but then again, we're not on the journey. I know, exactly. We don't have all the data. We don't have all the data. Yeah. But then again, I'm going, I read those, and I read that story going, what? <laughs> well, they didn't sentence him. They charged him, right? Or did they sentence him? No, they sentenced him to- um, Oh, 80 months. 80, 80 months. months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like six years. Yeah. Yeah, like you say, we, we didn't oh, hear all the facts. So, I mean, the jurors have to deal with whatever they were given. I mean, we're on the outside looking at this, and it's pretty heinous, and you want to see more. Sometimes you want to see more action, but sometimes you just have they just have to deal with what they have in terms of facts and and uh, and the law, you know, and what the law allows them to do. Yeah. I mean, that one legal guy was saying the judge kind of leaned towards the prosecution in the sentencing because I guess that assault charge would normally be somewhat you know, smaller, maybe five years or something, or I think he said. So So there's no consideration that it happened on federal property. I know, and it was part of an insurrection but, and all these yeah. things. Yeah, I know. Well, you You'd know. think there would be something about that, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it seems but, to me that, like, I don't know, um, that killing or beating someone up actually, like, in the, in the capital would actually, I don't know why. Now that I'm saying it, I don't know why. But I would think it would carry more, a uh, harsher sentence than if you're just beating them up in the park in Ohio. Yeah, especially if you're part of a big crowd and you're on this mission to disrupt Congress. <laughs> yeah, but like you say, we didn't have, I mean, it, it is, it is, uh, you know, we have a, we have a good, I mean, in that way, we're supposed to have a rule of law, right? So that you're supposed to have to have a lot of evidence and you're supposed to have, you know, all this protection of the, of the, of, of the defendant, you know, and sometimes that can, that can seem kind of frustrating because you think like these people should be punished more for, for this behavior. And, you know, the law can only do so much. Um, and it's, it can be frustrating. Yes, it can be. But another headline that makes me giggle a little, which is not funny, but that the, um, the FBI shut down some ransomware um, gang that was report that was targeting schools and hospitals. Okay. And I'm thinking, you think you shut down ransomware? You think that you don't think there's a hundred ransomware companies right behind that, just lined up to keep going? Yeah, I mean it's definitely a small problem for sure, but you do have to try to stop the bigger ones if you can, if you have evidence to do it. But yeah, it was like the spam problem, you know, years ago. I mean, yeah. we sued that one company and won a jury, won a, won a case for, I don't know, some number, $13 million or something like that. Oh, and you got paid right away, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You never, you never actually see that money. And like you say, somebody else just picks up where that person left off. So it probably was not. Bigger and better. So it, it might have not been worth it. But at the time, we didn't have a lot of defenses against spam. So it seemed like we had to do something. But yeah, at the end of the day, did that change anything? It's hard to say. No, they they learned from that to, um, company's mistakes. Yeah. So I just I just hope people don't go. Oh, they uh, they got them now. We don't have any more ransomware. Yeah. 
Go ahead. So, you know, today's uh, um, Holocaust Remembrance Day. Uh, yes, it is. International. International. International Holocaust Remembrance Day, yep. So you, I know you've been doing some um, research on this. How many people um, are Holocaust deniers? What percentage of the population are Holocaust deniers? I don't think I know that. Um, I don't think I know that that data because I'm not sure. Me. There's a why don't you? Know that? <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, I should probably know that, but no, I don't know that that percentage. But um, you know, it, you know, one one thing we talk about in the episode today is that you know, if you have a view, a world, a, a, a view like that, if you can believe something like that, it's not alone. Like it's not by itself. If if you believe that, you probably believe a lot of other. You know. Well, that's what I'm saying. My next question to you was going to be. And then what percentage of, of that percentage are flat earthers? Right. I mean, if you look at this, it's a much higher percentage than we than we think. If you sort of collect these conspiracy mindsets or worldviews, you know, and, and it, could, it could be like one in five people. That, that uh, deny the Holocaust? Or believe one of these, consp- or one, oh, one, a set of these that, conspiracies. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, okay. maybe that one, maybe two others and one. It's always more than one. And it's, and it's, but it, there's like, and you think about how big of a percentage of people that is, right? This is like millions of people. Okay, so what are the... Um, I think Holocaust, you know, is a little, somewhat smaller than that. But but anyway, it's part of that same set of things okay, people so, believe. So what are the, I'm going to come out and say crazy conspiracy theories that have gone on for a long time. Flat Earth, Holocaust, a joke, is not real. Um I mean, what are the other like the enduring ones? I mean, you have a lot of the ones that come and go, you know, 9-11's a big inside job. Yeah, that one sticks around. That's still out there. And um, but you have like ones that come and go. Like, what is the one now? Like gas stoves or something? There's some panic about gas stoves getting, you know, we should all stop using gas stoves and stuff. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're making carbon monoxide. And the question is, you know, does that how does that reflect with the carbon monoxide we take in no. sort of in a normal Is life it anyway? More than the noxious gases a human just human. <laughs> right, right. But exactly, you know, but but and so that I wouldn't categorize that. But but there are some of these ones that kind of come and go because they're but more I mean, like moral like panics. There's anti vaccine, flat earth, flat earth. There's a the Holocaust was not real. There's a, you had a lot of miniature ones that oh. lasted. I was no, I was hitting the table. Oh. You told me not to. No, that you have. Uh, yeah, there was other other stuff related to COVID. You know, bleach. Yeah, will but that's cure not, it. That's not new. What I'm talking about is, I mean, that's new. Exactly. What I'm talking about are what are these in long and long standing um, conspiracy theories that you know. We can't even name them. Well, I mean, if you go back, you got the JFK stuff and things like that, right? Okay, so the JFK is that the CIA did it? Well, it's more than the CIA did it, just that somebody else, you know, more people did it or, you know, somebody did it, right? Not, it's not the story with uh, what's-his-face, um, Lee Harvey Oswald is not the end of the story and there's more involved, right? So that's, I guess that's where this conspiracy starts. But yeah, within that, you have all these sub ones. It was the CIA, it was the mafia, it was you know, Castro, it was, you know, somebody, um, but then they'll, they're all, there's all kinds of, you know, conspiracy theories around that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think flat earth and, and, uh, Holocaust, you know, are a couple of biggies, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you have a lot of these ones that have evolved with COVID, you know, COVID's a hoax or, or bleach will cure it or ivermectin or whatever, <laughs> you know, it's all these, you know, stupid cures. Um, you know, in some ways, and the fun. vaccines kill more people than the 
virus does and it, stuff like that. It's funny that um, the guy who invented uh, ivermectin, am I saying that right? Ivermectin, I think. Okay. The guy who invented it came out and said, no. <laughs> right. Yeah, but he's part of the conspiracy, Lisa. Well, also, he could have easily <laughs> just said, well, go ahead and try it. I mean, if, he still right. has, if he still has a financial stake, why wouldn't he <laughs> right. just say, well, you know, just don't take too much. <laughs> yeah. You know, you guys will won't get will get rid of your pinworms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may have some other issues. Well, it's funny too that it's it's a medicine that was supposed to be worked through the, through the gastrointestinal uh, system, but and that's going to work on a virus that's in your bloodstream. Yeah, I'm not a medical. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, so, nor do I play but one I, on TV. Yeah, I mean, if like you say. If, if, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's the right approach. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's going to have anything to do with but it. The, it's that, also a respiratory thing. Right, but that company could have easily just said, well, go ahead. We'll now make it in smaller sizes so it's easier to take. Right. Yeah, you know, but um, they don't even make it for small animals. It's not like that's for cats and dogs. It's for large and horses animals. and it's things, yeah. Equine and bovine. Yeah. Yeah, which have way different digestive systems. I know. But somebody may, uh, somebody out there may have some insight on why it's, why it's better. Yeah, but yeah, those are, I, I don't know, but yeah, it's a good point. I don't, I don't really know. I can't think of any of the other biggies that have been around for a long time, in terms of this conspiracy. I mean, you know, you have the uh, Illuminati and all that kind of stuff, right? That would be a, a, a in this, um, in this environment where we love our headlines and we only do our headlines, and. You know, we're kind of going away from the listicles, but we love the listicles. <laughs> right. Wouldn't that be good to have a uh, website that said, in the 1950s, these were the conspiracy theories. In the 1960s. Oh, I'm sure that website exists. Does it? If only there was a way to find out. If only there was a way. If we only had like a device we could keep in our pocket <laughs> and look these things up. <laughs> oh, right. You're the moon landing. Don't forget the moon oh, landing. Oh, the moon landing. That's right. We didn't go to the moon. Yeah, and then you have the Princess Diana murder, which, you know, that does have some... Uh... Oh, Elvis? Oh, yeah, that's right. Elvis is still alive. Elvis still alive. JFK is still alive. Yeah. Well, JFK Jr. is still McCartney. alive. Paul McCartney. That's a new one. What about Paul McCartney? He's alive. Oh, he... You know, there's like five or six different theories about Paul McCartney. Like, he really died in the 70s or something, and it was a different Paul McCartney and all this stuff. So, yeah, it's a like, different Paul McCartney? Yeah, yeah. It's like an actor or something. Oh. I don't know. Oh, boy. Yeah, he supposedly died a long time ago. You know, related to the Paul is dead. If you played the record backward, it supposedly said Paul is dead and screwed up your needle. It's going to be some people that are going to listen to this and go, what's he talking about? What needle? I <laughs> know. No one's going to know what that is. Although uh, final is kind of coming back now. So it's like, it's like going to be cool. They're, oh, this guy knows what needles are. <laughs> yeah. There's the Roswell one, right? Well, that the aliens went there. Yeah. Okay. So I'm still... chemtrails. Don't forget chemtrails. Oh, chemtrails. <laughs> but I'm still. But is that is that um, list that you're reading? Is that um, separated by decade? No, no. It's just well. That's a one. Of, that's list. the list I want. So that list is BS until it's in the format that I can. Oh yeah, and then the COVID and five G thing, right? Oh, five G. But I don't, I've never but even understood that one. Cell towers have always been an issue too. Right. Oh, I didn't know about this. So there's a conspiracy theory that birds aren't real. 
I didn't know this. Wait, what? There's a conspiracy theory that birds aren't real. I, I do remember now. Where do we get the eggs? Though? I have heard this, that they are these are surveillance drones by the U.S. government, and birds aren't, aren't All real. All birds? I guess. <laughs> All birds. I don't know. I don't know if it's all birds. They never. I mean. Okay. They can. They can make make an animal that we accept as regular thing as a regular thing that's a surveillance. But they can't figure out who's got classified documents. Who stole classified documents? Yeah. I'm yeah. They, that, right. Right. That comes back to that whole. You know, everyone's actually inept, right? Like you say, they can't keep a secret like that, but they could, you know, but yeah, somehow they can they make can this make work. All birds. Yeah. They can make all, like no one found out. It's never been leaked that birds aren't real. <laughs> oh my God. I, you've heard that before? You know, I do remember vaguely now. I've heard people say that, that, the, That's crazy. that birds are, but I think you're right. I'm not sure it's all birds or just like, you know, a bunch Gross. of the birds you see are, are, are actual drone, actually drones, right? <laughs> Especially since you know, 20 years ago, there were still birds that were like, if there was a drone, it'd be. <laughs> and, you know, and the whole, uh, the whole thing with the lizard people, right? I mean, now there's the whole, the, the QAnon people also kind of overlap with the lizard people thing. Like the actual, we're actually, the world is actually run by these lizard people. Who and they're are? like in, well, they're like, I don't know. Yeah. Aliens? Are they aliens? I, I don't know if they're aliens or, or what, but they're like, you know, where they're, they're wearing, they're wearing human out, human suits. They're from the land of the lost. Yeah, I guess. So there's that one. That one has been out there for, and that one goes back. That that one goes back to way before QAnon, and it's kind of one of these ones that has recirculated a bunch of times, and it it all got tied together in the whole QAnon thing. Is Q still talking? I think somebody else took over the account now, and they're talking again. Yeah. Wait, Q's talking or the guy who took over the account? Well, there's never been a Q. It's always a dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they totally busted that one guy that he's the one who did it for a long time right. the initial cue is still a little bit of a mystery but then somebody took over that that, that guy from the philippines took over that account the hog farmer the, the pig farmer guy yeah he took over that account for many many oh. years and then he stopped you, at nine uh, at, were, at, at january 6th he stopped on january 6th yeah he quit because he was afraid like something bad you know he might get in trouble because so something quit. bad might happen yeah well nothing, to him because nothing something bad, bad to him something bad might happen to him specifically <laughs> So he quit. But then somebody else took that account over after that. And I, I think they even know who that is, too. Oh, you could just take over an account? Or would you I, I don't know. Some stuff happened. I don't remember the details. Oh, boy. Because why would I want to know? <laughs> but, yeah, I think there are occasional Q drops that still happen now. That started happening again somewhat recently. So I know we watched a documentary on it. But um, another one of my outrages documentary people who do documentaries too soon in other words they do the documentary before all the facts are out no well before the the case is solved or before mm -hmm. the mystery is solved or oh, right and it's like yeah this all started last year oh we're still waiting to figure out what happened then why are you doing the documentary it's not done <laughs> right right especially if it's a true crime one right well that's the whole point you're going to show how this thing got solved or whatever i should start a class action suit to be paid <laughs> For my time, <laughs> that I sat and watched a documentary that had no ending. No giant squid. No giant squid. No. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, <laughs> there was a documentary on Animal Planet on how they were going to find the giant squid. And it was a two and a half hour documentary on how they had all the evidence that there's this right giant after, right squid. after this break <laughs> right yeah right after this commercial we're gonna come back and we've got it and at the end of two hours 
There was no giant squid. They didn't know where they or when they were ever going to find it. <laughs> Another thing, I want, I want to be compensated. <laughs> I want to be compensated. I want my two hours back. Have you? Yeah, <laughs> did you watch a documentary that did not come? Did not pay off? <laughs> the guy on the ad, yeah. Oh, one eight hundred. Yeah. <laughs> that that's just. Uh, that makes me crazy. Well, and the documentary fever now is kind of insane, right? I mean, these streaming services are just clamoring for more doc, especially true crime. Well, and here's the sad part. There's so much freaking death and murder. And yeah, it's awful. Yeah. And they drag up cases from a long time ago, all kind of cold cases. Well, the cold cases are kind of interesting because they do those cases. Either they do find do have answers and all that but uh, some of them they have just enough answers but they're just like in the missing so it's kind of like hey you guys please help us but i'll tell you the one documentary that sticks with both of us and that kind of was the gold standard of how uh, a lesson on how to be a cyber sleuth was um don't f with cats right and if you haven't watched it out there i think it's netflix not, I don't remember yes. for sure. You will not sleep. It is very disturbing, but my goodness. <laughs> uh, if anything ever happens to my family, I am calling the people <laughs> who worked on that case. They are, in fact, I think I did put in. Yeah, but they won't care as much because if it doesn't involve a cat. <laughs> <laughs> this one didn't, well. Yeah, so don't involve cats, I know. Of, but, no, but those... Um, my that's this is they they those people probably already knew what classified documents had not been back. <laughs> they're the ones you know yeah, they're like, yeah. <laughs> but they're like well the white house doesn't care why do we care <laughs> but uh that was that documentary stuck sticks with, with both of us sticks with both of us did all the time well, yeah, because a lot of the I get I get frustrated with the Reddit sleuths that always think they know everything, and, and they, they've been proven wrong so many times. Right. And it's like, you know, guys, you know, well, I don't that know. Huge example of the Idaho. Well, the the Boston bombings. Oh, Boston marathon. That was Boston marathon bombings. That was one of the big ones where they were sure it was this guy, and that guy like got all kinds of you know people were all after this guy, and he had nothing to do with it, you know, and a bunch of they had they had nailed it for like four or five people, and they weren't even close. They never even once mentioned the actual people that did it well i guess and all a, their quote-unquote research that is a huge flip side to these um cyber sleuths is they do start to target the wrong person and right that person gets and they do it in the open so that person now is ridiculed and not trusted right it's the scarlet letter sort of, yeah the scarlet letter sort of thing yeah yeah public shaming and all that yeah yeah we're not good at backing up and say oops sorry <laughs> <laughs> right well it's the damage has been done most of the time by then right yeah i know but that's horrible what we can do to people very, very easily because we we just don't know all the but again watch don't f with cats <laughs> and um you'll see how cyber sleuthing should work yeah, we watched recently another documentary that kind of had a similar thing. Well, there's it was part of that web live, web, web death, what was it web, web of death or whatever, something like that. Yeah, but those are broken into those. those yeah, are there's a bunch into, of different cases yeah. and stuff, and they kind of hit or miss a little bit. Yeah, but the, all those people 
went to the school of don't f with cats. Don't f <laughs> but you know, good for them. We have a sister-in-law who <laughs> could find stuff on anybody anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, I found this. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How'd you find that? But, well, I'm glad we have her though on our side. Yeah. We need to keep her. Uh, we need to keep her happy. With us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll find your dirt for sure. We don't have any dirt. I know we're pretty boring. Yeah, except for <laughs> enjoys sleuthing on the internet. <laughs> Who's watching other people sleuth on the internet? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So I think it's going to be, I think we've kind of turned um, a corner with our political climate and it's just going to, our outrage is just going to become so mundane. It's not going to be outrageous anymore. Well, we already talk about that a fair bit, you know, that, and, you know, and I uh, obviously have some episodes coming up about this, but um, yeah, I mean, some of the scientists that I've talked to, you know, we basically are, are experiencing trauma, like post-traumatic PTSD type symptoms. The more we like sort of go to Twitter or Facebook or whatever, or t depending on how we use Facebook and what, you know, groups and things we're involved in. But the more that we're exposed to this kind of outrage media, we're, we're experiencing, you know, PTSD like symptoms. And, uh, you know, it's not, you know, quite like, you know, it's not, not like a real PTSD in the sense of, it's, it's not like, it should, I, I don't want to compare it to somebody that has PTSD from, you know, an Iraq or something like that. Yeah. I don't want to minimize exactly or from an armed robbery or something like that, but it's some of the it's same. It's definitely a trauma. It's the same kinds of things to a different degree though, to a lower, lesser degree, of course, but it's some of the same kinds of behavior and they aren't good for you. Right. I mean, the stress. That's not good for you. It's not good for you. And uh, yeah. And so, so, I mean, that we're seeing that, that this, this this constant, you know, um, stream of, of this outrage media, and you know, and it's a like you said before, it's kind of a vicious circle, right? I mean, you, we kind of like the stuff we go, we go out, want more of it. So what does this what does this say for um, children? And I'm saying like children who, I mean, teenagers. I'm so glad we don't have teenagers, <laughs> but um, you know, like children, you know, five, six year old. I mean they're getting affected by this maybe not directly but just because of the environment Sorry, my squeaky chair yeah just because the environment so i mean has there been any studies about um i think the stuff that i know i've, I've looked at is, is less about that age group than and more about the sort of preteen and teens and young adults you know and again it's kind of this challenge of you know we talk about a lot that like your mind is developed but your access to things you're not prepared for. And I'm not prepared for. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, and, and, and that, and that there's this, uh, you know, that sort of the idea of going viral itself has become like a, a thing to strive towards. Um, and it's put on a pedestal. And so, you know, there's this behavior to, you know, there, there's two bunch of different effects of that. Two of the big, big ones are of course, by in trying to go viral, you tend to, you'll do more and more outrageous things. So it's got that side of it. And then for all the people that don't go viral, there's like all these negative feelings, right? Like my stuff is only getting 500 likes or whatever. And so I'm not worthy or whatever, or I'm not, you know, a good person or I'm not, you know, 
So there, those are the two biggest sort of negative effects on 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 younger people, um, you know, teens and and that age group. You know that that they get caught in that, and that's you know, and then that of course has the side of that, that. There's the other stuff that also we've talked about before about um, you know the sort of jealousy side of it and the sort of manicured life and all that kind of stuff. That's more, a little usually a little bit later. That's usually sort of your early adult that seems to be affecting that group more like you're in college, you're, you're out of college, you're thinking I should do, be doing better. You're getting all these, this manicured view of all these other people that look like they're having parties and they're doing these great things and they fly to Ariba or whatever, you know. Ariba. <laughs> That's not a place. Ariba. <laughs> not a place. <laughs> but you know what I mean? They're, they're flying to Cancun or whoever. Sure, get on flight to Ariba. <laughs> and, um, and you know, and this kind of stuff, and it's all a manicured view, you know. It's and so then they're getting jealous because they feel like they should be doing better, and they feel bad about themselves. So there's that side of it. That's more of the young adult side than with the. I mean, the children suffer that in a different way. You know, it's more about I didn't get to go to this, didn't get invited to this party or, or something like that. But the two biggest ones with the younger group is is this viral problem that virality has become. You know, we're all guilty of it. Like even on the podcast, the first question everybody asks is how many listeners you have oh, or whatever I right I, I, I know i see people and it's all a number that's and that's the only number anybody has right there's no other value kind of metric that people that people know or want to think want to think about that's the only value metric anybody has and so you know so we contribute to this right i mean how many followers do you have on twitter how many likes did that post get you know we it's the metrics that we use to sort of validate do you have a blue check yeah, well, and that's now a whole different thing because you can so buy one. For, you can just send one to get eight dollars and get one, yeah, or whatever the number is. Did you do that? I did not. No. What? It's not I important. Did. You did. You have one now. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Although I do read Twitter too much. Twitter has become so. It used to be, you know, like every day, every day, and now it's kind of I never go onto Facebook. Then it kind of went to. Um, Instagram. And then um, Instagram did a pretty good job of uh, setting my algorithms, but so my Instagram literally is all ESPN. And I'm not quite sure why. It's all, it's all, it's all ESPN and it's, um, and um, some other like uh, dogs. Dog, and recipes or not your recipes aren't. some some recipes yes yeah, some recipes but it's most literally it's mostly espn i get totally stuck in that and sports center totally get stuck in that but then like for news and stuff i go to twitter and it's like why do i go to twitter it's because i'm working i'm busy i'm doing stuff and i can get bloop 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 this happened this happened this happened this happened or so and so said this happened. Right, right. You got to do a lot of fact checking. So I always like how people go, and here are the receipts. Yeah. And then I go, oh, look at they actually. That's not telling me anything. <laughs> right, right. You're, but yeah. I still find myself on Twitter way too much, and I don't, I don't, don't even look at Facebook. You told me something was on Facebook. I, go, I didn't see that. And you go once last time on Facebook. Uh, I think it's been a month. <laughs> you don't check your email either. Oh, yeah. You don't check my email. <laughs> that reminds me. I'm expecting a new email. No, I don't check my email. 
Yeah, it is funny. And the Instagram algorithm is definitely different. Like, it seems like it's a little bit like when you go to Amazon and buy something and like suddenly they think you want 10,000 coffee pots. Like, I only need one coffee pot. You don't have to keep sending me things of coffee pots. And it seems like Instagram is a little like, like that. Like, you look at one thing about this topic, suddenly your feed is just full oh, of it. I have to tell you this. This is not outrageous, but it's hilarious because we have a little, I say we have a little girl working in her office. She's, she's 22. She, I mean, she's very young. She's young and we were, we were talking and she, I asked her, you know, are you a cat person? Are you a dog person? And she kind of took, she kind of was looking at me like, what, 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 what? And, um, she goes, I guess I'm a cat person. And I'm, we made some joke. I go, oh, so you dress in a cat suit on weekends and walk around. <laughs> no. And then she totally went on this whole thing about furries uh-huh. and we told her, now your your feet is going to be oh yeah it's going to be all furries nothing but furries and so now every time any of us walk by our desk we make a comment about furries so she's like you guys i'm getting i did i suddenly got an instagram about furries what i can't believe that happened but yeah so uh I turned the microphone uh, microphone off on my phone, but I don't think that works. I think it's still your stuff. I don't know what it does, but it does. It sure gives you the perception that they can because and it's probably because, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this I know how it does. works supposedly, and I still don't so, know how it works. Cause I, you does know. it work this way? So, so this little girl, we're actually trying to get her phone to, to talk about furries, but her phone knows my phone. Exactly. Close. Even though I turned my microphone off, her phone knows my right, there's Bluetooth there. proximity so and all going, that. Oh, so and, and I'm around her a lot. So they're saying, Oh, they must be friends, they must have similar. <laughs> so I'm gonna start getting furries as well. Yeah, you'll start getting some now. Yeah. Well, it's funny, you That'll know, it'll be a good experiment. I mean, with with well, I guess even with this podcast and even starting to do the research on it, I changed a lot in how I, I use Twitter anyway, or you know, and what I was looking at and who I follow. Or you know, how I weigh who I follow. Cause I, I have a lot more journalist stuff now, a lot more serious stuff. And I, and I still am careful about what I listen to. And like you say, fact checking and everything, but you know, since the Elon Musk thing, you know, I've really been using it differently. And I still, I feel like I, I can't leave it entirely because I use it a lot to reach out to scientists and stuff because that's the only place I can find them right. and other authors and stuff. And I'll try to reach out on Twitter. You so mean I, people use it for legitimate purposes? I, I know. So I can't, I feel like I can't get rid of it because it's, it's still a way that I connect with, with authors and, and writers and stuff mm-hmm. uh, and scientists. But, you know, I just don't use it the same way. And, you know, I think, you know, I, I, I started to kind of use the Mastodon thing yeah. and it's, it's probably got a third of the follow of the people I usually follow are on there now. And I do see it increasing. There's more and more of the people that I follow are on there now. So it's, I'm kind of building that follow list, but people don't post as much there. I mean, it, I, I often like forget, Oh yeah, there's Austin. Let me put something on there. And I have like way fewer followers, right? I don't have that many Twitter followers either, but, um, but it's way fewer on there. But you know that like recently the, the whole Twitter app that I even use broke and I kind of like, it oh, took me yeah. like a week to even, I mean, I knew I read, it, I saw it in the news, but it took me even a week to notice that it was broken because I had how often I'd been using that app to go to Twitter. And I used to use that app semi-regularly. And uh, I mean, I didn't use it every day or anything, but, um, but it was interesting that I didn't even really notice that. App. And that app being broken, it's not even impacting me that much. I, I can live without it, but it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Well, when it happened, you couldn't live without it. You were very upset. Well, I'm, I just, it's something that I've been upset about with Twitter for years. And then Elon Musk just takes it to the next level. And, and everybody's saying that Twitter is fine. It seems like, oh, the exodus was just a panic. Everybody's fine. It's like, no, Twitter's not fine. 
<laughs> well, Tesla's not fine either. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, you know, there's a whole, yeah, there's a, that's a whole weird story there. And I didn't get a chance to go into that with much detail when I interviewed Dave Troy, but, um, but because I went, we talked about other stuff, but so I'm not on top of the Twitter of the Tesla thing, but there's a lot of fishiness going on there. So the, the price of their cars, new cars and used cars are just have, have used plummeted. Yeah. New, new cars too. Yeah. They, well, they've lowered the price of the new car by some amount. I forget how much because of the demand for the used cars, you know, it's kind of like they can't sell a new one because people are buying the used ones cheap mm. and the used ones have dropped significantly. And we'll see if that's a long-term thing or what. I mean, it, a lot of this stuff is kind of see where it goes, but, but yeah, it was interesting when the Twitter app died, it was, it was a lot, lot less impact to me than I was kind of expecting. Do you think Tesla is a, a is a, a prime for takeover? Yeah, and I think this. But what kind of company would take them over? Well, there's a lot of talk that the Saudis want, would. Ugh. Yeah. Well, they own. They're the ones who. They, they own. own Twitter. They own a bunch of Twitter. Yeah, and they, and and also Musk owes them a lot of money. So. So they would just take it over. I, thinking, I don't know how it would work, but like, there's some talk of that. It wouldn't make sense, like for one of the um, car companies to buy them, but it might make sense to like one of the electrical companies. Yeah, I don't know. I'm driving a GE Tesla. Well, now that the brand has been what are sort the of electric companies these days. Well, I mean, I think it's the same ones, right? I mean, you got General Electric. Oh, at that level, they're, they're, but they're not. They they're, don't. They're on a they don't make company. electricity. Yeah, they they make they make like steam turbines and things like that for the electricity industry. But they don't. Yeah, but so then they, those cars use the product that they make. Yeah, I don't think it would be within their brand to sell cars. I don't know. I don't think they do that. But hey, you never know. You can get your car and your refrigerator are the same um, brand. Uh, Oh, so let me tell you about my, I, I, I don't know if it's not good news, but it's, it's my not bad news story, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sign of the science story, right? So, oh, I'll, I'm just going to take a nap. <laughs> well, I don't know. You tell me. So they, the scientific research has come out and, and it's peer reviewed, but I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's definitive because there might be more studies after this, but so um, that they, they show that humans recognize gestures of, of big apes. Uh, that we don't even use anymore, but we recognize these like hand and arm gestures and stuff and body gestures. They're not just arms, but um, we recognize these gestures um, and know what they mean. Um, and even though we don't use these gestures anymore. So, and they don't know why that's true yet. Um, but so the, right now it, it could either be that um, it was inherited and we, we learned that it was just inherited. So that's why we know it. Or it could just be that it's kind of still in our brains the way that um, we figure it out because we're picking up, you know, kind of body language and all this stuff going on with it. What what gestures would that possibly be that we don't use? Uh, it's, you know, it's things like they'll put their hands like that and that means something. You know, they'll put their hands over their head and yeah. go like this and that, you know, rock back and forth and that means something. Well, we still use that gesture. When have you seen somebody do that? Like in Starbucks? Playing- Truthfully, the lady who I let in front of me today, <laughs> when the uh, person wasn't looking at her enough, did something very similar to that. But no, I mean, we do that in play. Maybe, Except but I mean, I, I'm sitting here, my head's turning, going, "What the f gestures?" Well, okay, we not that we well, yeah, so we didn't wouldn't use, but we still recognize. I think we we use all our gestures. Well, we don't use these as no, in a normal part of conversations. Put your hands over your head like this. You use that at sports games all the time. 
Woo! Right, right, but yeah. And all, all, over here, over here, we did that at the restaurant the other day when our son walked in. <laughs> over here, over here. Yeah, so, but these are very specific kind of movements, you know, that, that they do. But anyway, okay, so, so here's the thing, I'm though. I'm going to call bullshit on this story. Right well, now. so you can go, they actually have the thing, you can go and do it yourself, right? So the way, the way that they did this, they tested the, the way they got this data is they have you watch a video. Okay. They explain that there's going to be this motion and they sort of show a little cartoon to show this is the motion to look for. Okay. And, you know, so you're looking at this one arm and what's it going to do? And then, and then they, you look at the video and you can watch the video, I think up to 10 times and they show it at full speed and they show it at slow motion. And then they, and then you can watch the video and then you pick, they have a multiple choice four choices of what you think it means. It might mean come with me, get on my back, groom me, I want your food. All of the above. <laughs> I want all those things. But they each mean one thing. <laughs> Groom me on my back while I eat your food. <laughs> yeah. So they, but they each mean one thing and you have to, you know, pick from the multiple choice. So and anyway, so you can go do it and see what you think when and what your score is at the end and see how many you got right out of the ape communication gesture language. Okay, but you <laughs> sorry people, but I'm gonna argue with him on this. <laughs> Okay, but you're saying that these are gestures that humans don't use anymore. Anymore. Right. Well, at some point we were a great ape. So we probably use those gestures at some point. Well, this is what, why. Like, why do we understand these gestures? I guess that's the question. Did we use these gestures I think because we still, in the past? No, we still use them. Uh, well, when you go see what the gestures are, you can tell me if you've seen somebody in Starbucks do these gestures. Starbucks is not only where gestures happen. They happen right here in this goddamn kitchen. And I've seen you go, I've seen little gestures of I want your food. Right, but it maybe not be the same one they use here. So that's the same thing. You have to go see what these gestures are. But the whole point is that we, we recognize those gestures. So why would they have to say, what does this mean? The whole, the whole uh, scientific... Uh, experiment is that we know these are gestures that we already know but we don't know we don't use them is what the point is so we don't use these gestures that these apes use is what i'm saying these are okay. different gestures than humans use. we have words for them but i'm saying right. i'm saying well i assume yeah assume we have words for them right so we don't have the gestures anymore or we didn't found find these gestures useful anymore and we don't use them anymore but but yeah so they don't know That's why because we don't have a gesture you don't need a groomy <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm saying this is all bullshit. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess you you could see how this, if there's further research how, that disputes it. How much it. federal money went into this? I don't know. Probably not a lot because, I mean, that online study and everything, that's not, that wouldn't have cost that much. I think I they mean, had. I think that, don't get me wrong. You know that I think all of this research is all is good. But you don't find this sort of interesting that no, these gestures I, that we still understand but we don't, don't do anymore? The don't do anymore is, is what's puzzling me because I think we... The, we know people who are very dramatic and very gesturally. <laughs> right, but I'm saying they're not the same monkey gestures. These ones that are very specific. These are like a specific meaning thing that are, you know, a gesture that we don't we don't really use when we communicate with other I humans. That, I think that the wording on this is wrong. Okay. <laughs> that these are gestures we recognize, but we don't use anymore. These are monkey. These there's monkeys use that humans don't use, but <laughs> great ape. <laughs> <laughs> and the ones that are the the two closest relatives are, I think these are the two closest. But anyway, their closer relatives are, you know, chimpanzees and bonobos. I think are the two, 
And so that's go bonobo. <laughs> that's the ones that that's the ones that um uh that's the ones okay. that they 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 reference for I the am, most part. That's I'm, the ones they tested. I'm just not mature enough for this study. You're just not getting it. No. <laughs> no, I I'm not getting it. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why. This seems pretty simple to me. Why are you not getting it? Because I think there's no gestures that we don't use anymore. But I'm saying these aren't gestures people use. That they sort of so they're they're gestures that we never used. No, well they don't. I guess they don't. They couldn't prove that. I guess, but the the assumption is because we recognize them, we must oh, we oh, probably used them they're before. Assuming. Well, I'm assuming, I guess, because I think well, the idea is that means. how else would we know, recognize them? Well, this is the two theories. It was either we inherited them, which would mean we probably did use them once, or it's just the way our brains work and we recognize them because we're intelligent. I don't know. Right. Those are the two. Those are the two theories about why we recognize them. But there them. are definitely some gestures in our innate. I mean, look at uh, toddlers who don't have words for things. They can definitely right. gesture to get what they want. Right, and, and these and my, I want your food is definitely one of them. Well, right, but and it, I want on your back. Um, and yeah, so I'm trying to find the reference to it, but but yeah, so um, yeah, but I'm saying the the, the the gestures that the apes are using for that are not the same stuff that we don't have one gesture for. I want your food. I don't think do we? What would be? What would you think? What do you think that would be? <laughs> shove it over here yeah. <laughs> slide that sucker okay. over <laughs> well what's the gesture that's well that's like, what i'm kind of now no, now you watched it so you tell me what's the gesture for i want your food well see i don't remember now well so obviously the study was not very compelling <laughs> well i'll be i'll be honest with you the the when i went through the test i when i went through the test it crashed halfway through and i just said screw it i'm not okay. going to finish it there's, there's the other thing you just wanted to start an argument with me i did not i thought this would be an interesting thing like this is kind of interesting. interesting that you think it's a real thing it's totally it's in scientific american <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real thing. <laughs> hey, I'm going to fact check that. <laughs> See if scientific. What, Snow, what does Snopes say? Is there gestures that we don't use anymore? It's scientific. You know, you're going to like balk at scientific American? <laughs> I'm totally going to balk. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. What do you mean, gestures? You know, it's just like arm movements, body movements, okay. these very specific hand movements. I'm telling you, that, that woman used that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. Well, you can look this up. Scientific American has it, and, and American has it, and you can find the link to the to the to the test, and you can test yourself and see how many. I think you, you need get to right. add that link to the notes. Well, we don't have notes on this app. If I put it somewhere else, I can. I'll try to put it oh somewhere else where God. there's a place I can put notes. That's <laughs> I know, and I do want to actually go back and finish the the test. You know, see if it won't crash the second time, and I can get through it. Something went wrong with like one of the YouTube videos or something, and it crashed, and I and it took me out of it, so I couldn't finish it. <laughs> so I didn't know how many I got right at that point because it wasn't telling me as I went. It was going to tell me at how the end. How many did you do? I probably did five or six. And well, besides the waving your hand gestures, which everybody uses, by the way, what were some but, of the other gestures? Uh, like. The, there was just a weird gesture where it was like, kind of like scoop, kind of a scoop, kind of like bowling ball, like kind a, of a bowling ball scoop kind of motion. Yeah. 
One of them was like one of them was grab their chin. What do you yeah. think that would mean if they listen just, to me? Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> grab their chin. Wait. Yeah, I don't know if look at me was one. It might have been an option. I'm not sure. And and children definitely not, do and that. We're not used that. Ch children will uh, do are that. Are you kidding? <laughs> grab your face. Turn your head. They will definitely do that. Now, whether that means the same thing as the apes is what I don't know. Okay, so there was a bowling ball thing where it was a scoop for it. Could be yeah, put and there was it, put it there. Put it there. <laughs> I don't know if that was one of the options. <laughs> I just think this is just this is just ridiculous. Well, I'm curious to see how well you score. <laughs> You're gonna go, my option, what this means isn't on the list. I only have four choices and it's not one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Was it this one? <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to have to go back and, and go through what yes, all the gestures do, mean. Because, and I think you're going to find out at the end it's going to go, ha, ha, you're a sucker. <laughs> it's, it's the whole thing was a prank. <laughs> I mean, I believe that there's gestures that that animals use to, you know, especially apes. That they're there's all gestures, but that that they're gestures that we used to use that we don't use anymore. Yeah, well, that's why they think we understand them. Because we still use them. <laughs> right, but who taught us them? If <laughs> nobody teaches a baby to grab your face and pull it over, in fact, we try to teach them not to do that. Right, but I'm not so sure the baby's the, meaning and the ape meaning is the same. I guess I guess that's what I'll have to find out. Grabbing your chin and pulling it over, what else could that be? I don't know. I guess we'll find out if I ever complete this test. We'll <laughs> <laughs> need the list of what all these gestures mean. <laughs> Put that on my list of conspiracy theories. <laughs> that there's a list of gestures that we no longer use. Uh, I got a gesture for you. Yeah, so the, see, the scientists believe that these signals are the precursors to human language, but okay, I don't. They could. I think. Does it say could? Oh, some believe would would imply it could. They aren't saying this definitive. Oh my god, I'm I'm never going to be on any scientific panel. <laughs> <laughs> That's just hilarious. Okay. All right. Well, I thought that was going to be upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a real bummer. <laughs> no, that's no, that's hilarious. <laughs> I want. I still want to see one gesture that you could do that we don't use. I just do not see people doing this. <laughs> just in, in average conversation. Been, we have been to hundreds of of baseball games. Hundreds of baseball games. I'm telling they you, they do it every time. No, but not like yes, they they do. Ate, someone would haul that person off to the mental hospital if they did no, some of these gestures. <laughs> oh my gosh! I, uh, please. All right. Well, I guess we've exhausted that subject. <laughs> it's worth a read. Scientific well, American, check it out. Well, are we going to agree to disagree? And I'm saying no. I'm going to make you understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Abby, any last final words here or anything you want to make sure we cover? No, love you. I <laughs> love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining, everybody. Good night. That's funny.